0: What's up everybody, it is Thursday, buy or sell today, Zach Godley or Jake Arrieta rest of the season who would you rather have, Well, you know, do fun stuff like that, Bryce Harper or Charlie Blackman, make some tough decisions, and Dallas Keuchel got roughed up again, and somebody's on an 11 game hitting streak and you may not have even noticed it. I'm Adam Azer, hey, what's up Chris Towers? Hey, uh, is, am I the one that's on the eleven-game hitting streak? Are you not aware who's on this eleven-game hitting streak? I'm. Is it me? It's not that's you. That's my guess. And it's not you. No. Okay. No. Uh So that would have been weird. You're all for one. Scott will be joining us shortly. Well, really? no, I I think no call up. I don't think so. I think he's out today. Oh, he's out today. I think it's just me.
1: Sorry. Why didn't I know that? You know, there's some things we have to play close to the vest, Adam. <laughs> Can't just tell right. you everything. Some things are, uh, really important.
0: Well, well, this is interesting. Alright, good. No you know what? You know what? Good, I don't need a middleman. I can get, I can get frustrated with you without Scott here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, email us at fantasybaseball at com. and are you hiring? If you are, go to ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter.com you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. All right, let's run down everything we need to know from yesterday. Starting with a new segment called, uh-oh, could Kreef be right? Always. Yes, yeah, we're hope, hoping no. Dallas Keuchel. Ugh. Five innings, seven ru- seven hits, three runs, two walks, only two strikeouts against the Rays? His previous start was three runs, with three walks and three innings at Detroit. So this is two starts off the DL, both bad. Uh oh. Could Creeth be right?
1: Uh,
0: probably. I mean, half of half of
1: Creeth could be right. I generally tend to assume that Heath is wrong about everything.
0: (laughs) Um, I mean, oh wait, wait. There was such a funny. Heath tweeted such a funny. Gif or Meeb or something. Oh, the the Chris Taylor, the Chris one? Taylor thing was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that was good.
1: Uh, first loss of the season for Dallas Keuchel. Not the first loss
0: for me. Look, what what do you mean? Is is Creeth right? Well, I think Scam thinks that Dallas Keuchel's really good, and, mm-hmm. and I won't speak for Scott. So let's just say Am thinks Dallas Keuchel's a two seventy ERA guy. Rest of season. And, uh, you know, you said, is he gonna struggle after the DL stint? But I said, if he struggles, it would be because he's not healthy, not because he's not good. Uh, or not because he's, you know, what he did in the first half wasn't legit. Obviously, like a sub 2 ERA is not completely legit, but I buy him as a Cy Young contender when he's healthy. Uh, you, I don't think you do.
1: Well, for me, I just look at it and I say, for his career, he's got a 363 ERA. He has a 369 FIP. In his Cy Young season, he had a 248 ERA and a 291 FIP, so he outperformed it a little bit. But there's not a lot of evidence that he's someone that's going to outperform his peripherals by some huge degree. He does limit weak contact, but that would show up in your peripherals. Limit hard contact. Yeah, and he's got a 348 FIP and a 215 ERA. So when I say, like Dallas Keichel's going to struggle. It's that I think he's a low 3 ERA guy and when you're going 6-7 innings every start that's still hugely valuable. It's still a top 20 starting pitcher especially in head-to-head points but
0: I just I don't think he's an elite pitcher. Alright. Honestly a low 3 ZRA would be fine for me. Probably a little disappointing but but very little. Uh, and I guess the question is what do we make of these two starts? He says and his manager says that Keiko's fastball command is not on right now. I did read one one story a beat writer or a reporter in the Chronicle saying that the Rays just weren't swinging at pitches that people typically swing at which is interesting cuz Keikel just peppers the bottom of the zone and gets people to swing at pitches that are outside of the zone. Uh so they were laying off but yeah I guess it, you know I'm going to hope it's just a command issue and uh, he gets back on track next week. And look, you rust is not something you
1: hold against someone when they're coming off the DL for that long. So I think It's perfectly fine for Dallas Keuchel to struggle for these two starts, and it's perfectly fine to not panic about them. But he's not going to be – I don't think he's going to be one of the dozen
0: best pitchers over the final two months of the season. Well, he's got two starts next week. Keuchel's at the White Sox. Hopefully he gets back on track there, and then he is at the Rangers. And I'm assuming just about everybody's going to start Dallas Keuchel. Yeah, he's a must-start guy. All right, Chris, you might be surprised to know – that Carlos Gonzalez has an eleven game hitting streak. Woo. Dang-wich. I'm not
1: surprised to know that only because Heath told me that yesterday that he had a ten game hitting oh. streak. Oh. Carlos Gonzalez got a hit yesterday, so I assume that uh that expended it to twelve. But He's had
0: like one hit in most of those games. Well, he expanded it to eleven games. That's what comes after ten, and he actually did hit a home run yesterday. His first home run for Carlos Gonzalez, first home run since June twentieth. Yeah. What a shame it's not June nineteenth because then he could be a since my birthday candidate. But that is fine since the day after my birthday, one home run for Carlos Gonzalez. I do like the eleven game hitting streak. Well, but they yeah. didn't, he didn't play on your birthday, so oh, wow. There okay. You go. Well, that's huge. So uh, I guess he's got four extra base hits in this 11-game streak, three doubles and a homer. All four of the extra base hits have come at home. I am stashing him. He's 77% owned. I'm stashing Cargo in a 14-team league that I'm in first place in, just hoping he catches fire during the playoffs. Uh, what do you think about his ownership at 77%? I think it makes sense because he's a big
1: name and because we've seen him go on tears before. I don't see many reasons to be optimistic even in the midst of this 11-game hitting streak. He's not hitting for power. He's got a three eighty five BABIP in that streak. So it's just, okay, if this yeah. is the best streak of Carlos Gonzalez' season, that says a lot.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, it's something to keep an eye on. Again, Carlos Gonzalez, 77% owned. Some news and notes from around baseball. Not the newsiest day yesterday, which was good. Greg Holland, day-to-day, he cut his finger in the kitchen. I will say I'm very proud of myself. I have not had a finger-cutting kitchen incident in, I don't know, I would say at least six months. I'm i on a similar streak. Do you have a mandolin slicer? I do have a mandolin. We don't use it as much as we should, but it is apparently quite dangerous.
1: I'm scared of it, yeah. I, I got one for Christmas a couple years ago, and the very first time I used it, I took a giant slice out of my thumb.
0: Ooh, really? Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. it's quite sharp. Yeah, it's probably... I do have a garlic mincer, which saves me a lot of Blue Apron time. I do appreciate it. Oh, wow. It. Yeah, That's I recommend smart. it. I recommend it. Josh Tomlin out six weeks with a hamstring injury. No timetable for George Springer's return. Julio Tehran left with cramping in his thigh. Andrew Miller on the DL with a knee injury. Max Scherzer's going to see a chirocractor about his neck, but as of now, still expected to make his weekend start. I'm not sure about that, but Scherzer... I would... I would bet against it at this point, but hopefully it's still not something serious. sure is that's Scherzer. Uh, Matt Carpenter was scratched with a hip issue. Gregory Polanco returned to the lineup. Lorenzo Cain sat with a hamstring issue. Matt Adams sat after leaving Tuesday's game with dizziness. Jose Reyes sat again, the odd man out so far for the Mets. Uh, Steven Strasburg unlikely to pitch this weekend. Robbie Ray unlikely to pitch on Friday as he deals with the concussion. Don't know when Robbie Ray will be back. Nick Williams was out with an illness. Aaron Altair sat with a sore hamstring. Cameron Mabin is nearing a rehab assignment. A lot of steals for Cameron Mabin. You might want to get him. Steven Souza sat again with a sore foot. He will undergo tests on the foot. And Josh Donaldson is homered in three straight games and four of his last six. Goodbye. Some idiot
1: said his skill set was declining.
0: Yeah, well, goodbye opportunity to buy low on Josh Donaldson. I uh, I tried. It didn't work. The guy was demanding Machado. For, I think he offered me Donaldson straight up for Machado. I mean, both are due. Yeah, I would probably rather have Donaldson just at third base. Let me think about this. It's an easy decision with the whole shortstop thing. I'd rather have Machado. Just as a hitter, rest yeah. of season?
1: I just think he's there. there are fewer red flags in his game this season than Donaldson's.
0: Yeah, and the biggest red flag I think is... I can't say he's not going to injure his calf again. He hurt his calf like three times last year. Yeah. And played uh, – maybe maybe I'm exaggerating. But he played through a calf injury for most of the year last year, and he's already hurt it twice this year. That's, I mm-hmm. guess, what I was getting at. Alrighty, righty. Monday standouts. Chris Towers, it's your turn to nominate a player. Well, we talked about him a little bit, I think,
1: on Tuesday. Jesse Winker was someone who didn't hit for any power in the minors. Uh, over the last couple of seasons, but had power early in his career, and now he's got, what, two home runs in, in seven games in the majors? Wait, didn't we talk
0: about him yesterday?
1: The days all run together. Yeah, come on, Think Chris
0: Towers. That was yesterday. Two home runs since being recalled in two yep. games. And he almost had three. He got robbed of one two days ago. Which led to us talking about him on Wednesday. It's, uh... 10% owned, Jesse Winker. Look, it, it it's a situation where
1: two home runs in two games like that could just be a fluke like that happens sometimes. But this was, this is a, a prospect who has a really good command of the strike zone and hit for power early in his career. We've seen the way power numbers have increased when players make the jump from the minors to the majors. So it's possible that, you know, he could be a legitimate contributor down the stretch. Um, We'll see. I, I think he's
0: someone to put on your radar at this point. So Scott Schevler is supposed to miss two to three weeks with his shoulder, his bruised rotator cuff. Yep, That's a big issue for the long-term value of Jesse Winker. But, yeah, I mean, I guess he's, his ownership's probably going to go up, and we'll see what happens. I mean, Shevler was was struggling pretty bad, so maybe they just go to Winker after. We'll see. We'll see. He's got a chance to prove it. Three for nine in two games with two home runs, almost three home runs. A walk and two strikeouts. So he was good. I'm not going to sing it today. I think I'm all sung out. But Luke Weaver was a stand. Luke Weaver. Oh, he went falsetto, everybody. Uh, He decided to take it up an octave. Yeah, that's an easy way out. 33% owned Luke Weaver, 6 and a third. Five hits, two runs, two walks, eight strikeouts at Milwaukee. His first start was a little better than his numbers would indicate. Five innings, four runs, five Ks against the Diamondbacks. 33% Thirty three percent on Luke Weaver. That was encouraging. Is he a must add guy?
1: Well, you know, we've talked about Luis Castillo and the really tough matchups. That he he's had to open his career, and you look at uh Luke Weaver opening up against Arizona and then against Milwaukee. That's two top twelve offenses in baseball. Uh twelve string strikes yesterday. I think there's enough there to uh to be worth adding, yeah.
0: I but Wainwright is probably coming back sewage.
1: That's such a tough spot because Adam Wainwright hasn't been good for two years. Like, he hasn't been good since he tore his Achilles, which is perfectly predictable. He's old and tore his Achilles. That's an injury that tends to ruin careers. Um, but they're not going to bench Adam Wainwright, no. right? No. And... That's just a tough spot to be in. I'd rather see Luke Weaver stay in the rotation. Uh, but how long does Adam Wainwright have left, you said? I think
0: he's going to make his next start. He said he's I mean, ready to go. That's tough.
1: If it was two weeks, maybe you could say that Luke Weaver will – something will happen.
0: But that's tough. He's not a priority to add. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to take – I'm off the top have of my you... head, I'm having trouble with the rest of their rotation. Carlos Marti – yeah. I mean Mike Leake – they're not going to kick out Carmart, obviously. Michael Waka, Mike Leake, or, or Lance. Lance Lynn's
1: the only one who's not a long-term option, but unless they trade him after the the deadline through waivers, I don't see where a spot opens up.
0: How about our first two standouts potentially being blocked by veterans Jesse Winker and Luke Weaver? But it's not a bad idea to take a chance. You just never know what could happen. Did you
1: see what everyone was talking about with Masahiro Tanaka yesterday? No.
0: What happened?
1: He's had really weird, bizarre day, daylight day split numbers.
0: Yeah, I know, yeah.
1: And, um, he had like a 14 ERA. That he gives up,
0: what's that? He had like a 14 ERA, uh, at, coming into yesterday and yeah. he
1: only gave up two runs in six innings yesterday. Uh, six but he seven. was getting hit pretty hard, giving up a lot of fly balls and I don't know. I, I don't know if I believe it. It's seven starts. It could just be bad luck. It could be a couple of bad starts clustered. Uh, two of the worst starts were actually in a dome in Toronto, but it's just, it's interesting. It's something that I, I kept an eye on yesterday that he was giving up so many fly balls.
0: I didn't know that he was getting hit that hard. The first inning wasn't good. He pitched pretty damn well after that. He gave up two runs. Uh, I think only one was earned. I don't know. Cause Ellsbury made an error that allowed a run to score. Uh, but. Yeah, only one was earned. Yeah. Tanaka pitched pretty well. Tanaka, he's got, he had a 306 ERA in his previous seven starts with six walks to 56 strikeouts. And that's even lower now with one earned run over six innings. So we're talking eight starts and about a three ERA. The home runs are a little concerning. I think that's going to be the issue with him. But, but he's, yeah. I, I think he's fine. Yeah. I think he's back to, he had 20 swinging strikes yesterday. Fourteen of
1: Whoa, them on his slide. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. All right. And he wasn't even going up against Aaron Judge. No, I know The guy. He, he looked a little lost yesterday. He's
0: looked a little lost for a while. I'm glad you watched the Yankees. Good for you. Good it for was you. a day game. I watch. I watch pretty much every day game. Okay, that's good. I uh I didn't get to watch much baseball last night because I had a very frustrating experience that I'm going. Now I've decided I'm going to tell you about it. And you know I was pissed off this morning, Chris, and you're probably like, whoa, what is wrong with Adam? I'm going to tell you. Yeah, I, I can see it. In a little bit. But a couple more standouts, a few more standouts for you. Well, stick with the Cardinals because they had a great day yesterday. Weaver pitched great. Yadier Molina hit two home runs. And Molina is now on pace for 18 home runs if he plays 140 games, which is realistic for him. Uh, he has the fourth most played appearances among catchers. He actually has the most steals among catchers, Yadier Molina, with seven. <laughs> and he's the number six catcher in points and Roto. He's usually better in points because he just plays so much, but he's actually having a pretty good year now. 277 with 12 home runs. That's good for a catcher. Um He hasn't hit more than eight home runs since 2013. I mean, big year for Yachty. I, you know, he's a catcher, so there's that. I don't know. Anything to say about Yadi or Molina? You never really think
1: about sitting him. You're never super excited to start him. He's not a jag, but he's uh a little better than that, I guess. He, he's not someone that I'm ever really excited about.
0: When Wilson Ramos came off the DL, I for sure would have said I'd take Ramos over Molina. But now I think I'd have to switch that. What
1: and Wilson think? Ramos is a good reminder that not everybody comes back from injuries
0: the way Manny Machado did a couple years ago. True. But Machado came back at the beginning of a season, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, had his spring training, had his off season. Ramos yeah, it's tough. Mid-season. We we
1: tough. I think we sometimes tend to assume players will be more fine
0: than they are. Yep, yep, probably. Trevor Rosenthal, how good are you are? You buying Trevor Rosenthal yet? He has been elite for like 15 appearances now. Yeah, but what happened in the 15 appearances
1: before that? He was Trevor Rosenthal. This is what Trevor Rosenthal does. No, not Trevor really. Trevor Rosenthal is. An inconsistent pitcher. Even this new, more impressive Trevor Rosenthal, because his strikeout rate is up, but he still goes through these bouts where his command and control are really bad. I, I'm buying in. I think he's a top 20 closer. I don't buy him as an elite closer.
0: I think, you know, a lot of closers have some walk issues. They don't throw that many innings. So, you know, if you see 3.5 he's got 3.5 walks per nine yeah that's not bad that's not that bad right and 14.5 strikeouts per nine that's like Kimbrel-esque almost um he can survive at 3.5 he can't survive at 5.4 which is where rosenthal was at 2014 walks per nine or 2016 6.5 walks per nine but man he has been amazing and he's 56 percent oh no 62 percent oh and i'm sorry so the Cardinals are about a 500 team. They'll get some save chances. They're not bad. And, uh, Rosenthal's killing it right now.
1: His last 11 appearances have been really, really impressive. He has only one walk in that span, but in his 19 appearances before that, he had 13 walks and in tw- in 16 mm-hmm. innings.
0: Yeah, one walk, 22 strikeouts.
1: I just think, I think he's inconsistent. When he's good, he's really good. And when he's bad, he's really bad.
0: All right. Well. I hope, uh, I hope you're wrong, because I have, uh, I have me a little Trevor Rosenthal. I'm not sure, but I feel like Jose Leclerc might be the closer for the Rangers. He has pitched in the ninth inning in three straight appearances and four of his last five. They just haven't really had save chances. He pitched in the ninth in a four-run game yesterday, a four-run win. So I don't know. Leclerc is six percent owned. You might want to take a shot if you're in a league. Go, where you at just him. Need it. But yeah. go. Did you say go, Adam? Like me? Adam go, at him. Go, at him. Yeah. Uh, go Adam. Go <laughs> Adam. Go Adam.
1: Add him. Okay. Thanks. Um. But I, I don't know if the Texas Rangers actually have a closer. That's a guy who you talk about walks. I think he's at six point nine per nine.
0: That's uh, that's tough. Chris, uh, you got any leagues that are just dreadful? Need to start over. Sure. All right. Good. Because I have a couple of very important messages for you and for everyone. If you're struggling in fantasy baseball. We've got a chance for you to start over, but first I want to talk to you about our friends at Nature Made who are going to help you start over by the way. Do you suffer from occasional digestive issues? If you do, get back in the game with Nature Made Probiotics Gummies with Added Energy B12. This contains 4 billion live probiotic CFUs to help support your digestive health, and you're also getting energy B12 to support cellular energy production. That's Nature Made Probiotics Gummies with B12. Now, if you want to get back in the fantasy baseball game, NatureMade is making that possible, too. This is awesome for free. NatureMade's giving our listeners a chance to sign up for Fantasy Baseball Commissioner Leagues at absolutely no charge. Start fresh. Play Fantasy Baseball Commissioner for free. Go here. Go to CBSSports.com slash fantasy slash games right now. So if you want to start over, cbsportscom slash fantasy slash games that's courtesy of Nature Made. Remember to get their probiotics gummies with added energy B twelve Nature Made. Alright, that's a really cool offer. I hope you take advantage of it. Here's a segment called Do You Care? I'm guessing no. I'm gonna give you five six pitchers who had good performances yesterday. Do you care, Chris? I'm guessing no. Andrew Kashner, Robert Stevenson, Trevor Williams, Vance Worley, Austin Pruitt, Daniel Gossett.
1: No. That's what I mean, I thought. you know, I'm 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 looking at Andrew Kasher, and he's actually been continued to pitch really well, five straight quality starts. He's got 55 strikeouts in 107 innings with 43 walks. There's just no way he can keep this yeah. up and I know someone's going to say the next time Andrew Cashner has a good start, you idiot, you said he couldn't keep it up. But like, mm-hmm. look at Jason Vargas. He's starting to fall off. These things tend to happen eventually like you need to get strikeouts you need to not walk people those things are important and if you don't do those things it's really hard to pitch well and andrew Castro's just not doing those things
0: yeah he's getting a lot of ground balls though
1: yeah not even then like that you can you know the, the rangers have actually had a lot of guys like this over the re, the years martin perez is a great example it's just like they'll go through stretches because they get a lot of ground balls they'll they'll get some weak contact but it blows up before long
0: yeah all right so we don't care about Cashner, Stevenson Trevor Williams Worley Pruitt and Gossett let's make some tough calls here we're gonna do some buy or sell a little bit later all right tough calls Zach Godley or Jake Arietta rest of season
1: I have neglected Zach Godley I need to move him up a lot but I can't put him above Jake Arietta right now, can I? I don't that know. Ari-
0: Arietta, Arietta does have, uh, well, okay, he had a 225 ERA in his five starts before last night when he gave up one run in seven innings. He actually got 12 singing, swinging strikes. That's his most, highest total of swinging strikes in two months for Arietta. During that five start stretch with a 225 ERA, seven swinging strikes. But there's no denying he's been pitching better. Uh, Godley though has I mean, Godley's got a 2.86 ERA and 94 and a third with 96 strikeouts, and nothing strikeouts. about it seems unsustainable. Yeah, six home runs. He's up six home runs in 94 innings. He gets ground balls. Um, not He's as top m- ten. Yeah, not in- as many ground balls, Chris, as as he was getting in the first month. But yeah. it was crazy then. But still, like this isn't encouraging stuff for the season. I believe,
1: I believe Scott White tweeted this out yesterday. He is top ten in swing strike rate. Top 10 in ground ball percentage. And he's got a 26% strikeout rate, which is really good as well. Um, I think Zach Godley's a top 30 pitcher. Yeah,
0: but, but he's not top 20 ahead of Arietta. No, I'm, I'm redoing my
1: rankings right as we speak. I'm moving Godley up to 27. That's a big jump for him. I'm moving
0: Jake Arietta to 23. So, they're close. Okay. All right. Tough call. Eduardo Nunez or DJ Lemayhu. Nunez one game away from second base eligibility. Eduardo Nunez or DJ Lemayhu, and I will just say, Nunez on a per game basis has been a lot. I significantly, yeah, fairly significantly better than Lemayhu. Ten percent better. Fair, yeah.
1: I just, there's no question for me that DJ Lemayhu going to play every day down the stretch, assuming he, health for both. I don't. I can't say the same for Eduardo Nunez. Like Mm. I, I would expect if Dustin Pedroia gets healthy soon, Eduardo Nunez is going to be a super utility guy. He's been playing every day since getting to Boston because I think Bogarts was out with the hand injury, and then Pedroia goes down, and maybe it's a situation where you just assume someone who has that kind of flexibility in, in his position. We'll just find somewhere to play every day.
0: Yeah, especially and Scott brought this up. DH for Nunez because Moreland is you know not that good, and Hanley can play a little first base now, so they can find a place. Probably say Nunez. Yeah, I mean, look, especially in in a categories league now. Nunez is batting three twenty one. I think, and and Lemayhew's batting three eighteen. Probably going to say Lemayhew is a better bet for batting average, but Nunez is definitely a better bet for steals. Nunez is. On a 40 steal pace, he's played 81 games. He has 20 steals, and Lemayhu has five. He's not stealing. He's not hitting for any power. He hit for some last year. Lemayhu is just batting average to me, and he'll get you some runs and runs. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. the The question is whether he can be as good as he was last year. He hasn't had quite
0: the the Babbitt luck that he did. So yeah, I, I'm fine with that. All right, tough call. Would you drop Will Myers? You ready to drop Will Myers? He is the number – oh, come on. I didn't put – he's the number – oh, number 24 in points, number 21 in Roto. There you go. First baseman, Will Myers. Drop him. He – he
1: just seems to try harder. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean he struck out 30 times in every month this season. And that's that's a lot of strikeouts. He's not yeah he's he's a pretty good power hitter, but he's not an elite power hitter in this uh league context so he might be just a guy at, at first base
0: yeah it's uh it's interesting last year will Myers was the number I think nine first baseman in Roto, number 12 in points um, something like that this year. Yeah, No, he was number six in Roto, number nine in points. This year he's outside the top 20. Just everything's worse. You know, 28 steals last year. He only has 10 so far this year. He just came off a stretch, Will Myers, where he homered four times in six games. He only had six hits, but he homered four times in six games. Now he's uh, got two hits in his last seven games. So yeah, somebody asked me, do you drop him in a ten-team league, and I I think I said not necessarily if you need the steals, but he doesn't even do that all that often. Yeah, he's got ten,
1: which is good for a first baseman, but you're not going to miss it, especially you know rest of season.
0: Maybe you get four. Yeah, I don't know. All right, Myers Meyer, kind of a kind of a jag right now.
1: I'm moving Justin Smoke ahead of him. Ooh, there you go. I'm moving Will Myers back to fifteen at the position. I'm still respecting the talent that he's shown.
0: But uh, you know, clearly the home run derby ruined him. Uh we, all right, another tough call. Player who's eighty-four percent owned. The home run derby absolutely did ruin uh Will Myers for a year and a half now for a full year. Kyle Schwarber, are you ready to drop Kyle Schwarber? Eighty four percent owned.
1: Uh sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with adding him when he, you know, looks like he's gonna play every day, but he's not playing every day. I still believe in the talent. Like Jock Peterson's been Really good after a rough stretch. I think Kyle Schwarber has similar talent to him. But, yeah, I'm fine with that. I mean,
0: Schwarber had a 940 OPS in July.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, lot. he was pretty good since coming back from the – but if he's not going to play against lefties, it's he's probably just a guy.
0: Yeah. Irvin Santana or Cole Hamels? Ooh. Tough call.
1: Has Cole Hamels increased his strikeout rate
0: at all? A little bit, I believe.
1: Yeah, I guess he's increased it a little bit. He's still at five per nine. And in the month of July, he had a 20% strikeout rate. That's pretty good. I'll still go with Cole Hamels. I'll still go with whole camels.
0: Cole Hamels, whole camels. All right. Hulk Santana's Cam- been so weird, man. Since May 1st, he has had five, like, very good to great starts. He has had seven terrible starts, and one start that was, like, whatever, six and two-thirds, four runs. Uh That's Urban Santana. I mean, another complete game. He threw his fifth complete game of the season yesterday. That's nuts that he that's has insane. five complete games. He has five starts of nine innings. I think they're all complete games. I'm not sure if any of those were extra inning games, but five starts No, he of has five innings. complete games. Five complete games, okay. Yeah. Final tough call for you, Chris Towers, on this Thursday. Bryce Harper or Charlie Blackman? Bryce Harper. All right, let's, but, do, let's do one more then. Charlie Blackman is outrageously good. All right, let's do because, one more. I don't care about Charlie Blackman anymore. Um, yesterday, well, yesterday I had a legit tough call. I was at uh, Bed Bath and Beyond with the wife. Love it. love Triple B. Get uh, those coops. We were returning a couple of items, and uh, I do uh, like Triple B, but not necessarily. With the wife, I joke with her that if we never fight, but if we ever did, it would be at a bed, bath and beyond because that's like Toys R Us for her. She just sees so many things she wants to buy. And I'm like, can we please go home? I'm like, I'm like the, I'm like the husband whose wife is trying on like 10 different pairs of shoes and just wants to sleep, but instead it's blenders. Um, tough call. I said, you have to pick two candy. They they had a candy display. Two of these items. What would they be? So I'm trying to remember we had. Peanut butter cups, Reese's Pieces, you know the pieces. Yeah. Snickers, Toblerone, regular M and M's, peanut M and M's, and I said choose two. What would your two be?
1: Um. All right. First, full full disclosure: when I'm eating my candy, I prefer a fruit candy to a chocolate candy. It's fine. Um, but I love the the peanut butter. So I'm taking some Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces or Reese's Peanut Butter uh, Cups? Reese's Cups. Okay, yeah, all right. I prefer the little ones, but I'll take the Reese's Cups.
0: Uh-huh. And I'm going to go with a Peanut M&M. Dude, you and I picked the same candy. She, there we go. She went Peanut M&M's and Reese's Pieces. Which That's she, fine. She prefers the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, which I really felt like I didn't even know her anymore when I found have that out. Have you seen
1: Re- the Reese's Cups that have Reese's Pieces in them?
0: What the hell did you just say?
1: There are Reese's cups that have Reese's pieces embedded in the peanut butter. It's an amazing time we live in. (laughs) Bountiful Oh my the bountiful
0: goods that this country provides. That is incredible. Yeah, okay. I need to find those. Stat. Uh, hey, are you hiring? Because it is an incredible time to be on ZipRecruiter. That's where you post your job to find the best candidates. It can be challenging to find the best talent for your business, but we always want to help you on the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast. That's why we got, we've got a great offer for you on ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. Go there. ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. This is the way for you to find the people you need for your business, no matter the size of your business. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. So unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It goes out and finds them. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. It's really quick. It's painless. It's a great website and a great tool for you. If you want the best results and you want them quickly, try ZipRecruiter. And our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, for free. For free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. One more time. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strike. Buy or sell from Paul Robinson. Buy or sell, Justin Verlander gets traded after uh, post waivers. Sell. It so rarely happens. Nelson Reed. Buy or sell, we should carry Carter Caps.
1: Sell. I'm not sure he would get the saves over Brad Hand anyway.
0: Buy yourself from Matt Bryant. Texas and Miami have different closers by the end of the month. Kella and Bearclaw, respectively. I will buy both of those. And you think it'll be Kella and Bearclaw? I think so. I'm not sure about Kella. They just haven't been using him the way they'd use someone who's going to be the closer.
1: Yeah, and, and I get that. But I think there's still a chance that they're just working him back in from the
0: DL. Okay. Donovan Miller, buy or sell. David Dahl will be called up in September. Buy? There's no reason not to call him up. He is on, and this is uh, some new news, he is on the minor league DL with back spasms. So, that's a
1: good sign for someone who missed three months with
0: rib and back injuries. I think it was back spasms. Yeah, so David Dahl, I will see. Even if he gets called up, I don't know if that's going to mean anything for your fantasy team. September call-ups usually just... Don't do much. They've got, they've got too many outfielders without him. Yeah. Uh, Shane Gully, buy or sell. David Price is just a jag. No, you can't say just a jag. That's repetitive. Just the, just the guy. Come on.
1: He's a, he's just a jag who goes to the
0: ATM machine. I don't get
1: that. Automated teller machine machine.
0: Oh, I gotcha. Pin number. Oh, nice, Chris. I like that. All right. Buy or sell. David Price is a jag and can be dropped. Come on, sell. Don't
1: overreact just because okay. he was mean to Dennis Eckersley.
0: <laughs> buy or sell Uh, from Kev. Manny Machado plays like super Manny Machado for all of August. Sell. He plays like Manny Machado. Okay. I'll buy it. Ten-year rebuild. Buy or sell. Travis Shaw's last five games. Two hits. Uh, eight strikeouts.
1: I'll buy I don't see any reason why he would be lying about those numbers.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what he means. Uh, buy or sell Travis Shaw slowing down? Uh, sure. I think he's probably played a little over his head this season. There have been reasons to believe that he would slow down, specifically the fact that he's been hitting for so much power with such a low ground ball rate, or such a high ground ball rate. But I still think Travis Shaw's
0: very good. And buy or sell from Mike, Justin Smoke, sell high on Justin Smoke in a 12-team, 10-keeper dynasty league.
1: You're definitely, you're almost certainly keeping Justin Smoke in a ten-keeper league, but I think now is a perfect time to sell high on Justin Smoke. I, I think what he's doing this season is legit, but we have such a long track record that I think there's a very good chance he's going to disappoint next season. He's on a 50-homer pace. He's not that guy. Yeah.
0: All right. That's Justin Smoke, and that's buy or sell. Thank you all for participating in that. We had a milestone yesterday, Chris. Okay. Not really a milestone, but. You know what? I'm getting clever with the segments here. Miguel Sano hit his 25th homer, equaling last year's total. And he did that in 18 fewer games. Sano has not been quite as good as he was in his 2015 rookie season, but he's been very good this year. Uh Despite hitting more ground balls and fewer fly balls, he does have a higher home run to fly ball ratio compared to last year. But 267 with 25 home runs in uh in 98 games, only 13 doubles. And a pretty bad walk-to-strikeout ratio, 48 walks, 145 Ks. It is better than last year. What's your overall take on Miguel Sano's 2017 season? You know,
1: you look at it and you think the 376, 374 Babbitt has to come down and the batting average is going to collapse. Maybe he's more of a 236 hitter like he was last year. He has a 361 Babbitt for his career. He hits the ball so freaking hard that I think he's going to be a very high babbip guy, and that can keep him from the Joey Gallo uh, levels of batting average. He can be playable. I think he's probably never going to be more than a .250, .260 hitter for a full season, but I think he's playable at that range, and he's ne- he's probably never going to be the elite guy that we hoped he could be, but I think Miguel Sano is very good. Would you rather have Miguel Sano or Travis Shaw? I believe I have Travis Shaw one spot ahead.
0: All right, so in the standing, Shaw is fifth in points. Sano is eighth in points. And there's a pretty good amount of separation. There's about 45 fantasy points separating them. That's big. In Roto, Shaw is third and Sano is sixth. And they are separated by only uh, 16 spots. It's not nothing, but it's not that much. So obviously Sano's gonna be better in Roto. The the 13 doubles really surprised me. Uh, that is a low total. I, I don't know what to make of that, but I don't, that's a bad sign. That it, like, if he's not homering, he's not doing anything.
1: Ceno. Yeah, he's never hit many. Uh, well, last year he had 22, so that put him on about a 30 double pace. I don't know. I'm not it, that's not something that stands out to me as something to be concerned about. May if he had 22 homers and 15 doubles, it would look a little, or 16 doubles it would look a little better. He's probably never going to hit 40 doubles in a season.
0: No, I don't need 40. I mean, he's going to hit a bunch of homers, but but he's on pace for 20 about? Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's not know. great. Sano. So all right, that's Miguel Sano. Let's go to two up, none down, and we'll talk about uh, some more from yesterday. Adam Duvall, since the All-Star break, he's batting just two fourteen, but he's turned it on recently with four home runs in his last seven games. I'm going to take a slightly different angle here than you might have thought on Adam Duvall since he is two up. I'm a little concerned because his little streak here reminds me of what Will Myers just did. Will Myers hit four home runs in six games, but... Those were basically his only hits, and, and same with Duvall. He's not really getting that many hits lately. And uh, after the All-Star break last year, he had a 740 OPS. He's got a really bad walk-to-strikeout ratio. He could be prone to a big slump, and he's been bad since the All-Star break until this seven-game stretch. So I'm not uh, all that fired up right now about Duvall. Do you think his power is going to be good enough to keep him as a must-start option?
1: I think he's a poor man's Chris Davis. With that's a K. not good. Um, oh, with and a K. I think that's still, what's uh, that? With
0: a K, okay. Yeah. With a K,
1: yeah. That's better. Chris Davis with a C walks too much. Um, I think Adam Duvall is just going to be an, an all or nothing kind of power hitter, but I think he is still going to be useful. Uh, I think he's probably someone you want to start more often than not. And I think the big difference between
0: him and Will Myers, who you mentioned, is Will Myers strikes out a lot more. Okay. Trey Mancini is 60% owned. He's two-up number two. He's having a really good year. 302, 351, 524 slash line. Mancini, again, 60% owned. He's been okay since the All-Star break, but not not terrible. Pretty good walk-to-strikeout ratio for him. Six walks, 13 Ks. And, I don't know, just a solid season. Is there anything that separates Mancini at 60% owned from other outfielders that might be on the waiver wire? Like a Bradley Zimmer, um... Not well, a, I, I, anymore.
1: a lot of those guys are going to be players that just don't quite play every day, but Trey Mancini has pretty much been. He's been, there's not a lot to knock in his game
0: right now, but he's not someone that I'm running out to add either. Trey Mancini, yeah, he's, he, to me, he's like, if I just lost an outfielder, like I just lost George Springer, I'd be okay putting Mancini in just for Is he owned more play. than Tommy Pham? I don't think so, sixty percent owned for uh you you can look up fam sixty yeah, percent owned for, right for trey Mancini, but would you rather have oh, fam is eighty three percent yeah would you rather have um winker or mancini Mancini okay okay, none down. It was a good day yesterday. Let's be positive except for the person I had to yell out on the phone last night. That's why I'm in a bad mood today, Chris. All right. I'm sorry. People probably don't want to hear about it. It wasn't me. Maybe they do want to hear about it. We'll save it to the end. Three-man rotation. Tanaka, we talked about him. J-Hap, Jason Vargas. J-Hap, good. Jason Vargas, bad. Can we say that for most of the rest of the season? J-Hap, good. Jason Vargas, bad. I I
1: think that's... That's okay. I especially feel okay about saying Jason Vargas bad. I'm not sure I feel super comfortable saying J-Hap good, but J-Hap
0: fine. J-Hap fine. Uh, it was the White Sox. They're terrible. Seven yeah. innings, ten strikeouts, one run. Um, okay, yeah, he had a five ERA in July. Hope hope J-Hap turns it around. I assume he's going to have two starts next week. Vargas is 95% owned. I know you'd be okay dropping him. I know you would. Vargas. Yeah. Fringy starting pitchers, you want any of these guys? Brent Suter, roughed up by the Cardinals. J.C. Ramirez had a good start against Philadelphia, only three strikeouts in eight innings. Jordan Zimmerman was great against the Yankees. Jeremy Hellickson was very good against the Royals, but only three strikeouts in seven innings. Suter, Ramirez, J.C. Ramirez, Zimmerman, and and Jeremy Hellickson. I think absolutely
1: all of these guys are two-start options when they have good matchups, but I I can't get excited about them. I was actually fairly impressed by Jordan Zimmerman yesterday. He actually looked pretty good. I know, yeah. I don't buy it. Uh Suter's probably the most interesting of this group. His peripherals are actually very strong. Um, I'd be okay dropping Jason Vargas to add him.
0: Well, Suter's got good matchups next week. At Minnesota and home against Cincinnati. Yeah. Vargas has St. Louis and at the White Sox. So he also has good matchups. I mean, St. Louis isn't a great matchup, but at the White Sox could be a great start for Vargas. So you don't have to drop him with the two start week coming up. Um, You know, Luke Weaver at Kansas City and home against Atlanta, if he makes those starts, just taking a quick peek at next week. Yeah, I would definitely want Luke Weaver if he makes those two. Starts. If he makes them. Yeah, that's the problem. Jordan Zimmerman's at Pittsburgh and home against Minnesota. Those are solid matchups. Trevor Cahill also has good matchups. St. Louis and at the White Sox. I don't, I don't know what kind of matchup St. Louis is. It's an okay matchup, but at the White Sox was great. Cahill, I have concerns about just because his career has been so bad. But I think everybody likes him more than I do. Um, all right. That tomorrow we'll obviously go deeper into the uh, the two star pitcher. Well. In the bullpen, Arotas Vizcaino got a save. Looks like he's the Braves' closer. Twenty-three percent owned. Steve Pierce and Yoan Cam- Camargo are owned in less than ten percent of leagues. Would you be looking to add them in deeper formats? Steve Pierce, Yoan Car- Cam- uh, Camargo, excuse me. Steve Pierce is only
1: first base and outfield eligible. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because in years past, he's been really interesting and really useful at when he's gotten that second base eligibility, but it doesn't look like he's going to. Um, and because he's outfield and first base, there's a little bit of flexibility, but not enough to make him more than a deep league guy.
0: Yeah, Steve Pierce has hit two walk-off grand slams this year, so that's cool. Yes, Within, like, a week. Mm-hmm. And he's been very good since the All-Star break with a two seventy one batting average and five home runs and four doubles in 19 games. Pierce does not play every day, but pretty close to it. We'll take a look at today's matchups before we read some of your emails at at dot com. All right, so Thursday, August 3rd, let's see what we got on the schedule. I think 13 games, including a few that start around 2 o'clock Eastern. Michael Waka and Matt Garza. I will start Michael Waka. Diamondbacks at Cubs, Zach Granke, Jose Quintana. Start them both. Start them both. All right, Mets at Rockies. We're going to sit Rafael Montero. Are you going to start Armand Marquez?
1: Man. I would really rather not start him at home, but he's been good there at times this season. I
0: I would try not to. Reds at Pirates, Sal Romano, Chad Cool. Nope. Tigers nope. at Orioles. Matt Boyd, Chris Tillman. Nope. Alright. Yeah, let me just see what I know Boyd's last start was really good. Um three straight quality starts for Matt Boyd since coming back to the bigs. And only one of those starts did he have good strikeout numbers. Yeah, I mean strikeout numbers have been okay, but no, I'm I'm not willing to start him yet. Okay. Back to the matchups. And we've got the White Sox and the Red Sox. Miguel Gonzalez, no. But Rick Porcello against the definitely. Sox? Yeah? Okay. Sonny Gray, Corey Kluber. Start them both.
1: Alex Wood, Sean Newcomb. I would obviously definitely start Alex Wood, mm-hmm. even though he hasn't been super great lately. Uh Newcomb, I just don't love the matchup.
0: Yeah, I think the Dodgers are going to Newcomb tonight. Ho! <laughs> AJ Gryffindor and Alberto Mejia. As... I would not start those guys. No? All right. Uh Rays at Astros Ooh, Blake Snell and Colin McHugh. Yeah, I can't start Blake Snell against no, I'm, the I'm Astros. Saying, I'm, I'm saying. Even though
1: he's been a little better lately. Um, no. Colin McHugh's actually interesting against the Rays.
0: I don't mind that. Yeah, if you missed what I said about Snell on Monday, he moved to the middle of the mound two starts ago, and since then his control has been a lot better. So I do like him. I picked him up in one league that Snell was available, but I'm not starting him in that league. It's a daily league, and I'm sitting him again at the Astros. Seattle and Kansas City. In KC, it's Giovanni Gallardo and Trevor Cahill.
1: I will start Trevor
0: Cahill. Let's see what Cahill does tonight. I'll be interested to see it. And the Phillies are at the Angels, Jared Eikhoff and Parker Bridwell. Bridwell's been very good so far, 5-1, 283 ERL, erl ERA. Would you start Eikhoff or Bridwell?
1: Bridwell's not the worst option, but only because the matchup's pretty good and it's yeah. really not that good, especially if Nick Williams and Aaron Alterra are able to play. Um, I would prefer to avoid it. I think what he's done is a lot of smoke and mirrors. And cough I just don't think the matchup's quite good enough,
0: even though it's not bad. I think the Angels have scored six runs in, like, five straight games. They're hitting a little bit better right now. A's at Giants. Kendall Graveman. Oh, I didn't even know he was coming back today. How about that? And Ty Blach.
1: I would prefer not to start Kendall Graveman uh immediately back from the from the DL, but it's a
0: very good matchup in a very good park. If you're desperate, I don't mind it. The Angels have scored five or more runs in five straight games. And those are today's matchups. Let's read some emails. FantasyBaseball at CBSI.com. We are flying through the show today. We even talked about candy. And just flying through it. Chris from Connecticut. Who, which young guy should I value the most? Ahmed Rosario, Marwin Gonzalez, Yuli Guriel. Uh, it's worth pointing out, Yuli Guriel is Twelve
1: years older than I <laughs> yeah, Rosario I
0: didn't realize yeah he's he's not young
1: he's thirty one I believe
0: um I think Rosario okay and Austin wants to know could you break down addison Russell's struggles his batted ball profile is very similar to last year, but even less soft contact Russell was striking out less, but he's also walking less it's not Babbit fueled what gives?
1: Yeah, he actually didn't have a good Babbitt last year. He's actually been pretty much the same guy. Like last year he hit 238, this year he's hitting 241. Last year he slugged 417, this year he's slugging 417. Hmm. I think the bigger thing is the Cubs lineup's not as good. Like he drove in 95 runs with a 740 OPS last season. That was that's really hard to do and now you're seeing that come way back down to earth. Hmm. He just – he's so talented. We can still see it, but he's just – he hasn't been able to put it together yet.
0: And at this point, I i think he's pretty jaggy with upside. All right, that's Addison Russell. Here's an email from Josh. Would you drop Luis Castillo for Noah Syndergaard in a 10-team head-to-head categories league? Drop Castillo, add Syndergaard.
1: What's the latest on Syndergaard? I know he started throwing a couple weeks ago, but I haven't really heard much since.
0: I have not either. It, if he comes back, it's going to be pretty late in the season.
1: Yeah, and there's, there's no way. I, if Syndergaard yeah.
0: was coming back in a month,
1: maybe. But Let me just read this. Then, Let me just read well, this because
0: here's a headline. Syndergaard, Harvey, Familia. He's playing long toss. That's it. that's it. forward. That's it? Yeah, the update earlier yeah. today. He's aiming for a September
1: return, playing long toss in Florida. There's no reason to believe he won't come back this season. Um, but yeah, I,
0: I disagree.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, if he had, if he's not throwing off a mound by now, you're still talking about several weeks.
0: And they're they have nothing to play for.
1: So, and there's a chance he just comes back as a reliever. There's no
0: way I would drop Luis Castillo for him. Okay, that's Noah Syndergaard. Okay, hey, real quick. Piscotty's back. I have to activate him. Do I drop Piscotty or chew Matt Adams, Matt Holiday, Cesar Hernandez, George, uh, Bradley Zimmer, or Dubo Herrera? Matt Holiday, Matt Holiday, Matt Holiday. Yeah, I think Matt Holiday's the guy. I do too.
1: One more. What are the Yankees going to do with their outfield when Aaron Hicks comes back?
0: Well, if Holiday keeps struggling, they it him. I don't think Clint Frazier's going anywhere. I think Ellsbury's a bench player. Hicks, Gardner, Judge, Frazier. You got a lot of guys. They're just so good, Chris. You know, they're just Clearly. so good. Clearly. Oh, yeah, but I don't think Frazier's going anywhere. Alright, this is from Michael. A trade was just completed in my 10 team points league. Team A gave Corey Dickerson. Team B gave Manny Machado. I'm not one to police trades, but team A is in a playoff race. And Team B is mathematically eliminated. The owner of Team B is also the commissioner. There has to be some kind of punishment here. So Team B, out of the playoff race, gave up Manny Machado to get Corey Dickerson to a playoff team, Team A, a playoff race team. What would you do in this situation? I mean, do you
1: – if it's a non-keeper league, and even if it was a keeper league, that trade wouldn't make any sense for the team that's out of the playoffs. Um Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe you make it so that if a team's mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, they can't make trades. That's what I
0: did. I just sent out an email last week, said trade deadlines coming up. If you're mathematically eliminated, don't make a trade. And oddly enough, in a 14 team league, there was one team that was mathematically eliminated. Yeah, it's, that's a
1: tough situation. If you don't have a rule in place beforehand, you're, you're kind of screwed, but, uh, you know, not, not a great, not a great move from the commissioner. That's why you should, you know, play with people who have scruples and also play keeper.
0: Cause so at least like then people
1: have something to play for when they're eliminated. Yeah.
0: Alright, Chris, we're done for today. Wanna hear All right. I, Wanna hear why I'm mad? Yes. Alright. So, I'm um, going to Los Angeles this weekend. I will not be on the show tomorrow. Ooh. And I booked a hotel room. And I booked a rental car. And I booked a rental car through Priceline. And those are not refundable. Mm. Uh, due to bad weather. I had to change my flight from tonight to really early tomorrow morning. So I knew I lost money on the car. It's not that much. It was like 25 bucks, whatever. Did not realize I booked a hotel room that was a non-refundable rate. When I went to the website, I saw one rate, only one rate. That's it. I didn't see a much lower rate. Then I would have realized, okay, this is clearly non-refundable. I tried to cancel the room last night. They told me I can't get my money back. This is uh, over $200, like $200. It's a lot of money, okay? Yeah, that's... I'm livid. So this hotel, I just booked my hotel, my wedding block at this hotel. I got them like, not this particular one, but the same chain yeah, yeah. in New York. I got them like 25 to 30 rooms. I booked the, the freaking suite there for me and my wife for two nights. Okay, I... I'm the type of customer that you should do a favor for. I made an honest (laughs) mistake. I would tell you. I would tell you. It was an honest mistake. Maybe they think I'm lying to them. I didn't know this was a non-refundable rate. Give me a little bit of a break. Give me the money back. It's not going to kill you. I I got on the phone with the manager. She would not budge. She offered me, instead of a Thursday night room, a Friday night room. I don't need a Friday night room. If I needed a Friday night room, I would have booked a Friday night (laughs) room. I'm staying with my friend on Friday. Like I just think it is really rude. And bad business. And I called corporate. I'm waiting for the wow. general manager and the owner of the hotel to call me wow. back. Wow. And I am going to go in there first thing after I land on Friday. I am driving to that hotel. I'm going to look that lady in the eye because she hung up on me last night because I cursed. <laughs> I cursed. She hung up on me. I didn't curse at her. I just cursed. And I was yelling. So I understand why she hung up on me. I'm going to make her tell me to my face that she won't give me my money back because it's not right, Chris. I made an honest mistake. I should get a refund. Yeah, sure. No, you tell me honestly what you think. I booked a non-refundable room. I did it accidentally, without realizing. Do you think I should get my money back? You think they should be nice to me?
1: I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure. What you would know, you do? I, what would you do? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a very meek person. I don't, uh, I don't like to get into arguments with strangers, so I would definitely
0: just swallow it and not get my money back. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, um, I, I just think it's the right thing to do. I just think it's the right thing to do. Like, you're a, you're a huge corporation, is a big major hotel chain. Like, give me a break. Give me my money back. It was a, it was a mistake. Things happen. It's stupid. You, and, 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 if, if I go online, I book a non-refundable rate. You gotta tell me in big red bold letters, this is yeah. a non-refundable rate. Do you understand? I, I said to her, I was like, look, I didn't read all the fine print. It's like updating your iPhone. You don't read that crap every time you update your iPhone. That's how they get you. Yeah, they got me. Congratulations. I'm not going to let this stand. So thank you for letting me vent. <laughs> anytime, Adam, anytime. Sorry to the listeners, but you know what? We're out of time anyway. Goodbye. Goodbye.